that brown bag, and that brown bag, if something look like, and or, or look in there, anything looks like a microphone. It doesn't matter, Ben. You sound as as well as you do without it. We will find it tomorrow, and I want to welcome. Okay. All right. God bless you. We don't need uh, it. We're perfect. God bless you. We're God bless you. God on that note, I want to welcome everybody to the world. According to that man, it's Benjamin Jeremy Stein. It's not this. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And we are joined tonight from BeUnconstrained.com, Miles Wakeham, who is more American than most Americans you will ever meet in your whole darn life. That's Miles Wakeham. And of course, Yay, Miles Wakeham. Thank you. And and of Yay, course, Miles Wakeham. Where, to, where uh, are you talking to us from tonight, Miles? I am in Arizona, in Scottsdale, mm -hmm. in 104 degrees of lovely temperature. Excellent. Excellent. Very good. Very good. Very it, good. It just sounds like what we know is coming on my side of the hill. And of course, this show would not be complete. But I want to remind people first, benstein.substack.com. Ben, I promise you, you sound great and you look oh, great. God bless you, sir. No God more sure. accessories are needed. Uh, the flashlight, no more flash. Everything okay, is perfect. Take all the flashlight. Take away the flashlight, please. Everything sure. is perfect. Take away the flashlight. Okay. Everything is perfect. Okay. And of God course, bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. The show wouldn't be complete without. God bless you, sir. I'm saying God bless you, sir. I know, but he, he's still on the screen, Ben. Move out of the way, please. Oh. <laughs> way out of the screen. Okay. <laughs> No, way out of the screen. And by the way, to the people listening to the podcast, yeah. this is why you have to subscribe to our Rumble channel because it's fun. And the show wouldn't be complete without, of course, multiple Emmy Award winner, former speechwriter, former shoe salesman, husband, Yale, a valedictorian of his law school, voted by his peers, and of course, Dr. Benjamin Jeremy Stein. surgery I've had to do to try to work this thing. I'm only 77 years old, so I haven't really learned how to use the internet very well. And you're doing perfectly. I beg of you, don't add anything on. All okay, you, God bless you. God bless you, sir. You sound, Miles, God bless you, sounds sir. great, please. God bless you, sir. But I'm sorry, I'm worried, sir, if I may say, that I'm going to run out of batteries for my microphone. You, uh, you mean your computer? I'm, you're, we're, oh, we're, is that right? I'm getting it through the computer? Yes, it's through the laptop right oh, now. Oh, God bless you, God bless you. Then I won't worry about it anymore. You okay. have nothing Please. to worry about. There's nothing <laughs> to plug in. Everything is good. It's golden. We are golden. God bless you, sir. God bless you, you, sir. Golden. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. And God bless you, sir. You look golden, too. And Miles, you look golden, too. God bless okay. you all. Uh, but on that note, Ben, on all seriousness, um, in all uh, the, the I don't even want to know what to call them anymore. But I was talking with Miles before the show, and we've often had conversations about the idea of having normal uh, conversations about guns. But you can't have normal conversations with guns about people with people that don't believe in the Constitution. And to quote Biden from his speech today, uh, the Second Amendment is an absolute. How do you have a negotiation? So, and it's amazing to me, what they don't realize is, and I go back to this with abortion, I go to with gun control, when they go so far crazy, people that are, are somewhat moderate don't go, don't go to the left, they go to the right, Ben. Well, I, I, uh, I saw uh, what, um, <laughs> what, what do we call Mr. Biden? I mean, I don't know, Chief Magistrate was the people who were uh, trying to uh, sneer at Abraham Lincoln called him Chief Magistrate because they couldn't bear to call him Chief Executive. 
uh, Chief Magistrate Mr. Biden wants us to believe that we are, in fact, uh, able to change the Constitution. And the amazing thing is we can. This is a scary thing. It was I was put onto it at, at, at first uh, stage of my life as a lawyer by a very, very, very smart uh, law school classmate of mine by the name of Duncan Kennedy. Very, very, very smart guy. Very famous, uh, right? Very super famous, super smart guy. Uh, and uh, a really, really smart guy. I happened to meet him because uh, we just happened to be sitting at the same lunch table on the first week of class. And we were having quite a, quite a strenuous argument about abortion. And uh, uh, he, uh, he, like every other man at Yale Law School, was just staggered by the beauty of my wife, who was sitting at the table with us. And uh, he had a very beautiful wife as well, I might add. Uh, and uh, anyway, she, uh, it's interesting, both of our wives' families had lots of money from the oil business, and uh, that's a different story. But anyway, uh, we, uh, we, Duncan and I talked, 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 and we came to the conclusion that courts could indeed do any effing thing they wanted. It, 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 the Constitution just didn't mean anything anymore because uh, courts just did anything they wanted, and the words of the Constitution just had no strong meaning anymore. No, it's terrifying. And before I get to Miles, you know, I want to remind people, it's like, you know, living, having lived in Israel and having lived there during the Intifada, I could tell you more people were killed on buses with bombs and more people are killed in most of the Middle Eastern region with bombs than they are with guns. People are walking in with and it and I hate to say it and I don't want to give anybody ever a suggestion, but an 18 year old, the 21 year old Fruit Loop that can't have access to a gun that has that wants to kill Ben. There are a lot of means to kill and there are a lot of easy ways to find out how you scream Allah Akbar. I don't know what that would be the, with these crazy people in America, the English version. Oh, Allah Akbar, I think, means God is great. Yeah. I could be wrong about that, but um, I don't want to blame it on the Muslim religion because I'm sure the Muslim religion has many, many fine points. No, I wasn't blaming it. I was just simply saying there are other ways to kill than gun. I, I agree. I agree. We we do. We are, are really doing something quite fundamental here. We are breaking down the Constitution. We are saying, as Duncan said we would, we're breaking down the Constitution saying the Constitution is just whatever the court says it is. It isn't written in stone. It's not a brood, brooding omnipresence in the sky. It is a document of men and women uh, and non-gender. Uh, and, and, and they can do anything they want. And uh, it's amazing to me they haven't gone even farther than they have. And uh, it's kind of astonishing to me that we still do have these uh, rules of uh, law that uh, do say that people can kill uh, if, if they object strongly to uh, the words of uh, a, uh, of a of a piece of the Constitution. I mean, yes, yes. I think I used to have a friend. I'm sorry for rambling on like this. I'll, That's okay. I'll stop. You're sure. Stop. Your world. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, when I was in elementary school, I had a very close friend named Marvin Goldberg. Very, very smart young man. 
very, 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 very smart young man. And he and I had a one fun thing we would do, which was that there was a copy in longhand in the principal's office, outside the principal's office, Mrs. Seller. And uh, we would, and it had in longhand the Constitution and also the Declaration of Independence, two totally separate documents. And we would stand there and just read it. We would do that day after day after day after day until it finally dawned on us that this was not a complete waste of our time. It was telling us something incredibly important and fundamental about America, that the Constitution is not written in reinforced concrete in the sky. It is a flexible document that can be altered and amended to say and mean whatever the prevailing mood of the country is at any given moment. You brilliantly said, and Miles, before the show, you brought up a brilliant well, point. That's incredibly and, kind of you, thank you. No, and, and, but Miles also brought up a brilliant point before the show. And, I, and it's something I, I, I've said, Miles, that, that guns uh, don't have an R and a D in front of it. Uh, there are four. I, there, there are a lot of Democratic gun owners in this country too. And if you saw the Florida senator, the, the Congress, the person, the, one of the Congress people from Florida today, they were pulled out his gun during a Democrat to Sheila Jackson Lee, you know, via his uh, from his house, and he was like showing a gun, saying, I, "I, this is my." And she's like, "I hope it's not loaded." And he's like, "What's my house? What does it have to do with you being loaded?" Oh, that's real. Oh my God. That is incredibly important. One of my closest friends uh, used to be a high official on her staff and uh, very, 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 very interesting that you are repeating this to me. I'm glad you did. Thank you very much. Of course. And Miles, to your point, and, and we were talking about how the fact that every time they go for these grabs, it makes the people that are even willing to have a conversation run for the hills because they know there's no conversation, Miles. Yeah, it, it, it's a good point. I mean, if if this was presented in such a way that people would gravitate towards it on their own volition, then it might be something good. But the way this whole thing is being presented, being kind of a, a threat to the integrity of the Constitution as it stands today, people are running away from that. I mean, they're going far right if they have to, just to get out of the 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 you know the leftist agenda. And it scares me that, Ben, I'm curious, what does it take to change the Constitution? Well, the Constitution, I, I don't know that it can be changed by, uh, by, by the vote of Congress. I know, in fact, that it cannot be. I think it can be changed by uh, a substantial majority of the Congress and then ratification by a substantial majority of the states through their state legislative bodies. It's a very serious matter, but... If the courts say we can, we feel like we can change it, they can change it just by saying we hereby decree that we have the right to change it. And the courts really, instead of being a moderating force on the people who want to change the Constitution, become instead a super court, a super, super Constitution that can change any effing thing it wants. And this, this is a very, a very scary thing. It's it, a lot like. Uh, prosecutorial discretion. In prosecutorial discretion, another subject that Duncan Kennedy and I used to discuss at some length, far into the night while eating pizza, I don't know, his probably doesn't show one ounce on him, uh, mine does. Uh, yet, yeah, it is so 
is so hard by any kind of recognized uh, judicial method to change the Constitution, but the court can do it anytime it wants. I mean, it, it, it's a very weird world here now where the courts have taken on the role of the dictatorship. The courts have become, if they want to be, a dictatorship. And that's solely, Miles, because they can't, I mean, remember this all happened because they couldn't pass it in the House. They, they couldn't do it the regular way, Miles. But I want, as you coming from Australia, who has, remember, and I keep, I, I, one of my favorite things about having Miles on the show is because he always brings to the point that we're the only place, Miles, that actually has a constitution. We're the only country. You ran from a, Australia, which grabbed everybody's guns, Miles, during the pandemic, became a police state. They were able to put, basically mandate people to their homes at worst. And, wow. and, 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 wow. and people were unable, Miles, to defend themselves in Australia. And, and it's, it's getting it, worse, Miles. It's, it's, it's getting well. It's getting worse there, and, and we have a big, big, big country to our north, and the same thing is happening there. And that's a very scary proposition. And I'd just like to respectfully say, your humble servant, this uh, man that you're looking at, uh, w w w when I worked for President Nixon long ago, would not have dreamed that such a thing could happen, and yet it did even under Nixon. And I think this whole idea that the Constitution could be just uh, waxed up in a little piece and thrown down the garbage disposal, uh, that started under Nixon and started because the media hated Nixon so much. They felt they, their hatred of Nixon was so strong and the implementation of that into actual actions uh, was so important that uh, they could just simply abandon the Constitution. And that was a terrifying, terrifying set of circumstances. And why? Now we get, it all, it all mixes, mixes in together. Now we get into intersexuality, as I like to say, but which is people in the media really mean intersectionality, which is to say, oh, now, now psychology comes into it. Uh, why do people hate, why do people hate Nixon so much? Why do people hate Mr. Trump so much? Why do people hate Joe, Joe McCarthy so much? Why did people hate uh, Frank Delano Roosevelt so much? Why did people hate so many people and so many things? And in turn, what we wanted, what the framers of the Constitution wanted was a Constitution so strong and so irredeemably right and correct that it could overcome, could stand up to any kind of uh, persecution or prosecution via the courts or via the legislature. We didn't get that. Instead, what we got was uh, the demolition of the Constitution. Uh, brilliantly said. And again, Miles, I, I, as I th but here's the ironic thing, and I keep on saying this, Miles, as the more they try to demolish it, the more people veer the other way because they realize they want, they believe in the, for the most part, many Americans, I still believe, believe in the Constitution, Miles. Yeah, I mean. You, you, you mean, wait a minute, just a second, Miles. You mean they believe in, there is a literal meaning of the Constitution, and it isn't just what the, what the judges just woke up Yes, I, like I, I believe when most people go to bed at night, Ben, I believe most people, I believe not most people, I believe a plural, a majority of people, okay, let me just say majority miles believe 
in the Second Amendment. They believe in the Constitution. I do really believe that, Miles. And we're seeing it. We're actually seeing it because the Democrats are, are scared. They're they're running for the hills yeah. from this gun control stuff, Miles. Yeah, I, look, warning. Without a Constitution, all you got is hopes and prayers out there because I've seen governments that one day they look really decent and everybody loves the leader and everybody's you know got full faith in the government and the next day it's a total complete shambles and if you don't have something to protect you you don't know where you you've got no stability whatsoever i've seen it in my home country i've seen it in other countries this it's is your home country now my dear friend very well said. Uh, my born country, I should say. Um, yeah, but you're right. You're absolutely right. This is um, the protections that we get with this constitution should not ever be taken lightly. They are well fought, and they are they are, they've been time tested, and it the stuff works. Right. Don't throw things that work out all the time just because the cool kids have come along with some stupid new idea. And, you know, dad's old constitution. We don't need that. We're the punk rock generation. We're just going to throw it out. And and who cares? No, there's a good reason you need it. Really no, good reason. No, it's perfectly said. And in. And, and- Ben witnessed it with Nixon and somebody said, somebody asked, and I'm going to refer to Nixon and Trump, but somebody asked you first, what was the most hated, that, why did the, what was the thing the media hated the most about Nixon, Ben? Uh, we, we don't know exactly, but it has to have been his personality because he didn't really do anything bad. I mean, he, they, they still, it's now been, uh, let's see, uh, it's, I have a very clear recollection of watching the news. 48, 48 years? Uh, well, no, no, uh, fifth, I think 50, 50 years, almost exactly, of watching the TV in my incredibly tiny apartment in uh, southwest Washington, D.C., and the seeing there in a break-in at the Democrat National Committee headquarters of the Watergate. Little dreaming that I would soon own one of the most beautiful apartments in the Watergate. And also, little dreaming that this would bring down the President of the United States who uh, was uh, a huge, huge, huge success and who uh, the voters genuinely loved. And I think uh, no one ever dreamed he'd have a president who was loved as much as Nixon at that point. But the sparks were there. All it took was one, or the, the, dry, the dry straw was there. It just took one very hot coal landing on a super dry hay and the conflagration was underway. And it is a very, very scary situation indeed. And we have seen it happen in other countries. There's a wonderful book out. I'd like to re- recommend it to everyone. Uh, it's called It Can't Happen Here uh, by uh, Sinclair, uh, Sinclair Lewis. And I think uh, people, if they could pick it up, uh, it can't happen here. Uh, they will be terrified. They will not be able to sleep for weeks, months, years, maybe for the rest of their lives afterwards. And if you just tuned in, you are listening to the world according to Ben Stein, and he is on fire tonight. On fire. <clears throat> and and <clears throat> uh, Miles, uh, to, to Ben's point, to the question, to this, what you saw with Trump was a bunch of petulant, petulant little children that couldn't handle a loss. And this is always something that happens with the left when they can't handle a loss, right? It's become from from the Me Too to cancel culture to woke 
to looting, to rioting, to what they did to Nixon. Wait, well, well, sir, 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 you are way too kind. I know you well, and you are very, very dear to me. You are like a member of our family, so I'm not surprised that you are being a very dear soul. But if I may say so, uh, we also have seen quite a few rapes, uh, quite a few of oh, no, everything out of control. Of women. Yeah. yeah. So the the uh, the, the misconduct we've seen, we've seen an epidemic is a pandemic. A, 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 a real pandemic. Yeah. That there, there you have it, my dear friend. Yeah. The real pandemic is not the pandemic in the hospital, which is very, very bad, a, a terrible, horrible, awful thing. But the pandemic of terrible sexual violence against women, astonishingly terrible sexual violence against women, astonishingly terrible, astonishingly terrible violence against the ordinary shopkeeper, the ordinary, but my fellow Jews uh, and your fellow Jews, Jude, I, I don't think you're Jewish, Miles, but God bless you. There's a uh, nobody's perfect. It's a it's a it's a, it's a world that uh, we really I, I don't think we could have dreamed of uh, right away uh, after uh, Mr. Nixon uh, became first became a member of the House of Representatives and then became a. Uh, Candidate and then uh, became uh, the uh, inside uh, man for Mr. Uh, Eisenhower. Start thinking of uh, as high, or high position in the kind of cabinet. It, it's all it all starts to just explode because of the of the power of the media. Because at, at some point the media realized what the Führer and the Sturm Abteilung realized was. There's nobody there protecting the state. Once the stormtroopers are riding around in their panel trucks with signs on them of Jews with big long noses, such as I have, frankly, uh, there is nothing protecting the people of the United States from another looting, murdering, raping, uh, stealing, murdering, 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 rooting, rooting, rooting. Sorry, roofing or maybe roofing, roofing people uh, in a uh, there's just there's nothing there anymore. If we have given up the idea of a civil society and we're counting on the uh, Constitution to give us a civil society, we are in real serious trouble because it's not going to work that way. It has to be that there's got to be a civil society. And the Constitution works hand in hand with that. The Constitution does not back up the civil society. The civil society backs up the Constitution. And once we once we have thrown out the civil society and said it doesn't matter anymore, we are really throwing everything to the winds. We are we have thrown away the world, thrown away the wind, and we are now reaping the whirlwind. Extremely well said again. And Miles, to his point about, I think the media are the stormtroopers. They're the ones- No doubt about it, no doubt about it. They're the ones that are coming. And if you notice, Miles, it's starting to fail. And somebody brought up this point this week, the the death of the Me Too movement, which was the biggest, uh, as as, as big of a crock as BLM, was finally in court. And I know this is gonna sound so trivial, but this Johnny Depp thing, is, now, is, wait, can you can we back up a second, please? Yes, sir. Uh, 
I'm much, much older than you. Um, I don't know how old Miles is. I'm much, much older than Miles. My wifey, Saint of Saints, the absolutely best human on the planet, who's watching this, I hope. Uh, she's in another part of the house. I think she's watching it. She, I'm sure, has no idea who Miles, sorry, who, who uh, Johnny Depp. I, I would are. venture to say wifey knows who, who Johnny Depp is, but I'll get to the point, Miles. You're familiar with the story. Basically, what happened was Amber Heard wrote a salacious piece. She didn't mention his name in it. it I believe, Miles, it was in Variety. And he sued her for uh, libel, right? Or uh, you sued for libel? And he sued her for libel and for defamation of character. And he won the case. He was awarded ten point five million dollars, and it has nothing to do with the money, Miles. He actually won the case. And I actually, when I saw that he actually won the case, I, I it, it like like I always bring up. There's like these little moments, Miles. Loudoun County was a little moment. Was a little moment. And this is a little moment because it goes totally against the media narrative, Miles. Yeah, but it did help the media divert attention away from things that they probably should have been reporting. Yeah, that's a good point, like Russia and Ukraine. Yeah, but having said that, um, one of the things the media has been extremely good to the current administration about is allowing them to get away with these emotional uh, narratives, emotional messaging. Your truths. Yeah, exactly. And then never actually. Very, very good. Yeah. But never allow the people to think one or two moves ahead of what it would actually end up doing if that decision was made. Case in point. And and I think the media are starting to realize they can only hold on to that parody for a certain period of time because it doesn't last forever. I noticed this week. Uh, Wolf Blitzer on CNN, who I'm not a CNN watcher, but he was interviewing Janet Yellen and called her out for making a mistake over federal uh, policy over inflation, basically spending all of our money and wondering why when you pump that much money into the economy, it doesn't chase goods and services and drive prices up. Of course it does. And then she openly admitted to him on television, she was wrong. I've never heard a public servant yeah. say those words. She's highly regarded. I, I might add, uh, she was a friend of my father's and uh, highly regarded within the world of economics. But yeah, yeah, but, but, yeah, but it was the media that were willing to shine a light on this. But for how many years? Like, what was it? Five, six, seven years. They didn't want to ever shine a light on this sort of thing. Unless it was yeah. Trump's problem, then they'd shine a light on it. It's a very, very good, very, very good point. A very, very, very good point indeed. And indeed, uh, the whole conduct of the federal government in creating this inflationary catastrophe uh, has has really been ignored by the media to an extent that really, I think, would have been un unimaginable and still is unimaginable. And uh, I don't know when, when it's going to end. I mean, it, it's, it's there's a fire. There's a fire going on. There's a big fire in the middle of the living room. It's called banning fracking. This fire created the inflation. Why is it that we are not allowed to say it? Why is it we are not allowed to say the Democrats under the guidance and with the spur put to them by the so-called squad, which is a group of people of a questionable, questionable background backgrounds and views, and often with absolutely no education 
This is, this is the part that I think is really, really important. The squad is not just angry, or are not just angry. The squad is not just uh, irresponsible. They're ignorant. They're really, really stupid. They do not have any idea of how economics works or how the economy works. This is a very bad situation. You know, you bring up a really, you, and again, you really, and, and Ben doesn't tell, pay me to say how many times he raises a great point, but I, I'm, I'm going to go back. Yes, to a I point. do. <laughs> I'm going to go back to a point where you, um, when we got banned from YouTube for uh, questioning the science, right? We're just a hop, skip, and a jump. I would venture to say if they had it their way, you'd have, within a year on YouTube, you'd be banned for questioning inflation. And be, because they are the, the, the leaders, the, how, could, how dare you question the obvious thing that got us into this mess, Ben? I mean, it, 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 it's so, I've never seen messes that have been so self-inflicted, and, and we, we've discussed this, that we know it's on purpose. The supply chain, from the supply chain to inflation to oil to everything, Ben, it, it's it's all self-inflicted. And he keeps on saying, it's not my fault. There's nothing I, I can do about it. I know, I, I, I know, I know, I have to say, when I hear that on my car radio, my wonderful, wonderful car radio, I will again say, this car has a great radio. This is an Audi S8, and it has a great, great radio. Anyway, um, when I hear them say, Mr. Mr. Biden saying, well, it's all uh, uh, Yeltsin. And I, no, it's not Yeltsin. It's Mr. It's Mr. Uh, what is that son of a bitch, his name, that uh, Russian guy? It's all, no, he's Mr. actually Putin. wonderful. Putin, actually, he's a wonderful guy. It's actually, uh, it's, it's, Mr., it's Mr. Putin's fault. It's not Mr. Putin's fault at all. Not at all. It's Mr. Biden's fault. It's a group, group of, of dummy, dummies around him who persuaded him to ban They're fracking. not dummies. They're not dummies, Ben. They're well, doing, you're, they're you're doing right. this no, intentionally. You're, you're, you're right. You're, you're well put, well put, well put, correct, correct. This group of, uh, what should I say, traitors. Sadistic. No, no. Sadistic and seditious. I was, yes. Sadistic and seditious. Seditious men and women and some, I'm sure, non-binary. Of course. Uh, uh, they are determined to wreck this country. There are people out there who are traitors and uh, they're dangerous people. Watch uh, the tapes, uh, speeches of Senator Joseph R. McCarthy uh, from uh, Missouri, uh, sorry, from Wisconsin. He was right when he said there were people in the Congress who were traitors and they were trying to wreck the country. He was right about that. Everybody said, oh my God, this guy's crazy. He's a miserable, crazy SOP. He's as crazy as crazy as he can be. But it turned out he was right. You know, Miles sent me today a great article about what Arizona is doing. And Miles, I, I don't know if you saw the story where in Florida, um, DeSantis uh, didn't give like 35 million. He's not giving 35 million to the Tampa Bay Rays because they have their Second Amendment stance. And I mean, he's got like an 80 percent approval rating at this point in Florida. But we'll tell us a little bit about what Arizona is doing uh, to supplement the uh, supply chain, I guess. Well, it, under a Republican governor, 
there's some really smart business and uh, deal making going on. So we border with Sonora, the state of Mexico to the south. And just within the top of the Sonora region, there's the Sea of Cortez, the, the bay that comes fed in from the Pacific that sits on the other side of Baja, California to the Pacific coast. And what Sonora have offered to do is to provide us with water from the Sea of Cortez through a pipeline into Arizona. And because we have a nuclear power plant here, we have an affordable energy source to do desalinization of the water. And what that's going to do is allow us to have a water supply to go to farmland and to support a state which, for the most part, is a terraformed, hostile desert and to provide it with its much needed water supply. As a result of that, this is not getting anywhere near the level of press by the liberal media here, of course. But I look at this and go, that guy's solving problems. That's all we want. I don't care what letters after his name. I want a smart guy who solves problems and thinks ahead because we're all going to die without water here. And this guy's on the on the, the task, you know? No, but well, it, and, and that, can I make follow up if I may, Miles, because I believe your point is brilliant. Uh, why are we not having a national crisis program of desalinization or desalinization, however it's pronounced? Uh, why are we not having a crisis level approach to that Manhattan project, full scale, no money spared? Why are we not having that? Why did neither party even mention it during the 2020 campaign? I mean, what what's going on here? What are they afraid of? Why are they afraid of even mentioning the incredibly important concept of desalinization? Well, but it's there, sorry, there is good reason, and and, and from a Okay, please, from please. the Californian side, the, it requires an awfully large amount of energy, which is to your point about not having an energy uh, policy which is functional. Meanwhile, you've got situations like in uh, on the coast of Southern California, San Onofre, the nuclear power reactor, which they effectively shut down, would have been a perfect power source for doing desalinization from the Pacific Ocean to provide a water supply and pump it straight into the inland empire and provide California with as much water it needs for farming. But look, the why is it that we are backing away from that as fast as we possibly can? And this this is night, this is life and death. Why are we running away from it? To the bigger point, also, why are more states not taking, and I guess because of the FDA, but why why didn't states, as they saw they having them, themselves having this baby formula crisis, right? Why didn't states take it upon themselves, realizing that the federal government is, there, there is no federal government at this point, Ben. Why didn't they take it upon themselves? Why didn't governors start saying, you know what, we're going to start buying from other places? Forget about it. We'll, we'll bring the manufacturing plants over here, do whatever we need to do. You know, and I love it again. He openly admits, yeah, I was two, two months late to the party of realizing that we were slow on the baby formula. Again, this is like Republicans really have an opportunity right now. As California is discussing reparations, they really unbelievable. There's they, another unbelievable. Yeah, they, they <laughs> as, as Cal- water. What's this got to do with yeah. it? 
yeah that's a, that's a, right we don't have water but reparations are perfect um uh ben and 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 this is really the time to shine if republicans could really just figure there are the republican governors are doing some of them are doing an amazing job Ben. and uh i i pray others some are but uh, but others are not why yeah. is and why is it not on the national uh, radar screen as a gigantic problem? I mean, that we have the technology, we have the energy. If we if we would pump the oil that we have under our own soil, we have nuclear, as President Bush would have said, nuclear power that could power these uh, desalinization plants. Why are we running away from something which could save our country? I'm basically drying up and dying. I mean, wh you're such why a, are we running a, away from that? It's such a great point, Miles, and it would be such a great counter, as Ben brought up, for conservatives. I hate even referring to them as Republicans anymore, just conservatives or Trumpicans. Uh, why are they not using this as an issue? Because I do believe it's a really great issue because it deals with the economy, and not the economy, it deals with, it deals with um, the, 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 you know, the earth, uh, which they seem to, that, that's their God, Miles. Uh, Republicans could really, or whoever, could really take a, a good win on this one if they followed this story, but nobody's reporting it. No, because the shiny object is Johnny Depp and Amber Heard on the, on the news or the guns, neither of which are going to save our lives if we run out of water. <laughs> no, no of, course, of, course, of course, it's astounding and I mean, it's just mind-boggling that the United States of America, the greatest entity there has ever been in the world, except possibly for uh, the Bible, the greatest creation of man that there's ever been, uh, is running away from salvation. We're running away from salvation. Yes, we, I, I don't think there's any any serious person who thinks that the country's going to uh, burn up uh, from a lack of water, uh, but I think uh, rather from heat, excessive heat. But there are you can simply draw a chart, a, a, a monotonic graph of what's going on in terms of supply of water, and it does definitely show really, really serious crisis level uh, problems of flooding into uh, our beautiful beloved California. No, it's, 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 and it's, it's like constantly, I mean, I don't even want to go into the amount of money people in California have to spend on water to water their lawns. You have to water it now every other day. No, it's worse than that. It's worse than that. It's what is it? Than, I think it's once a week. And, and it's a real, it's a really serious problem. I mean, especially for people who have lawns as big as ours. Now, I don't expect anyone to be running around uh, carrying a collection bowl for Ben and Alex Stein, but uh, this would be a water bowl. Water bowl, but what? What? Why are we? Why are we not using the incredible creativity, innovation that we have to create desalinization plants all up and down the West Coast? You know, What's wrong with, what is wrong with us? Miles, you know, you know, can I say something? Miles brought up a really good point because when he sent me the piece this morning, first one I or yesterday when I asked him to be on the show, I he sent the I, I he sent two emails and I was like, did he give me a yes? Because he had sent an article this article, but he was using it talking about Israel, Ben. And you know, a lot like the Israelis do with their water and in that region, and it's a, it's a huge commodity. And part of I don't think this is I don't know if this is the reason I don't I don't know. But 
it, maybe, you know, they want to boycott and divest and they don't want the technology. I know we have the technology right now to use it ourselves. We probably have the, the same desalinization that Israel has. But um, we don't, I, I, I don't think they, then I just think they want to watch people suffer. They want to see people suffer. I, I, that's part, I'm sure that's partly it. But there a lot of these uh, people in the environmental movement that really do not like human beings very much. My my sister, a wonderful, wonderful person, has been a great sister to me all my life, uh, has, has said one of her great comments about human beings is the sad story is that your basic human is not such a hot item. And uh, I'm afraid that comes out very, very clearly when we consider the situation uh, of uh you us, of us human beings uh, as we uh, avoid uh, as we avoid tackling what really has got to be issue one, which is please don't let California die of thirst. I mean, it's no it's dying of thirst is not a joke. Wonderful movie. Does what you love movies. Does what you love John Wayne. Wonderful movie. Three Godfathers. That's nothing to do with the Godfathers in the Mafia. Godfather's trying to keep a family from dying, from dying of thirst as they're marooned somewhere in the California desert, uh, heading uh, heading to California from that horrible cesspool of eastern scummy violence, namely uh, Salt Lake City. Why can't we get our heads out of our asses and work on this problem? Why can't we do it? Because most people, Ben, as you as you eloquently said before, don't have heads, and uh, uh, nor the compass to get their head out of their ass. And I'm stealing that line from Dennis Miller. Uh, but uh, to the people, oh, there there aren't many people in Hollywood that are like Ben, obviously. But you do sometimes have to give credit. And I was talking to Miles before this about the show. Um, and, and, and I, I, Miles, the reason, or Ben, the reason I'm bringing there, there's tons of craziness going on in the world, but we do have to look for little, little social cues that times are, are, are shifting a little bit, that people are standing up. And I bring up the fact that in Top Gun, Ben, the new movie, initially they made the decision to not have the Taiwanese patch on his bomber jacket. And they decided and they said, screw it, we're putting the Taiwan patch on, even if it costs us the Chinese market. And I thought that took a lot of guts, Ben, to, to be willing to give up that, to, to Absol- say. Absolutely right. And I don't know what studio it is. That it's does, Bro- but it's Brockheimer. I think it was Paramount, but I could well, be wrong. Uh, well, I don't know. We love Paramount. Because my wife used to be a high official of Paramount, so we love Paramount. But anyway, uh, uh, we love main things we love my wife, but let's get our heads out of our asses. We're throwing away the constitution. We're throwing away the future of the country in terms of water, and nobody's and the media is totally ignoring it. Instead, concentrating on Amber Heard, who, who, by the way, I used to know a little tiny bit, and she is really, really, really good looking. But it's not as big an issue as a nation, a large part of a nation dying of thirst. You see, I agree with you, but I do believe it is a big thing because, Miles, and the reason I bring this up is we saw with the Kavanaugh trial where everybody was being persecuted for crimes they com- that they never committed or things they might have done 30 years ago. People have lost their livelihoods, their friends, their jobs, their standings. This isn't a small issue that people have had to suffer through 
in the in the, in the greatest country in the world, Miles. It, it, this this it, believe all women. It's their truth and all this stuff, Miles. This is a big this is a big this part of the destruction of our fabric. We have a legal system, Miles, that we lost and has been got annihilated when he defended Dominique Strauss-Kahn and he was the only person that defended him. The only person. We, I don't care what, who, if you like Johnny Depp, hate Johnny Depp or hate these things. This is what we've gone through for seven years, Miles. We've been punished by demented, demented children, Miles. Yeah, well, the pendulum swings to extremities in that world. And the problem is that it swung so far to over to the Me Too movement that we lost all perspective. And at the end of the day, no one, the truth was blurred in ideology. It was lost. You're right. This was one case where the truth came out. It was interesting. I was watching an article um, the other day about what one of her alleged, or I guess now proven um, issues of what she did. She published this article to the Washington Post, which I thought was convenient and um, interesting that it happens to be Jeff Bezos's paper. Uh, but there is obviously why, I mean, you know, there's a narrative and the problem is the narrative doesn't equal reality. And at some point when those things get caught out, society has to take an awkward moment and check itself. And I think maybe that happened this week. And that's and I'm saying and these are the chips that are falling, Ben, when you look at the BLM movement, who is the little darling of everybody actually having their hopefully their day in court was stealing all the funds that have been donated to them, Ben, and them and the media actually reporting on this stuff. These are these are important little baby steps in in getting back our country, Ben Stein. Yes, we've got to get, and we every step is a step in the right direction. If it's a step towards freedom and towards restoration of the Constitution, and uh, yes, it's going to take a lot of crucifixion. Uh, it's as we say in the state song. Uh, that of this, my native state of Maryland, uh, better the sword, the blade, the bowl than crucifixion of the soul. Uh, we do not want to be crucified on a, uh, by the left who are demanding that we stop having a constitution. We, we want America to have a constitution. We want America to be run by people who love the law and love the protection of the law. We don't consider that trivial. The, the Constitution and the, and the offshoots of the Constitution are enormously important. It's brilliantly said, and the reason I keep on going back to this, brilliantly said, and the reason I keep on going back to this, Miles, is because we have elections coming up. And, and we can't have candidates that are scared to run for elections that have done, that might have a past, that might, we all have pasts. We all have skeletons. We can't have our public, look at what they're doing to the Supremes in their front yards, right? That they, they, they had their addresses released. This is, it, it's unacceptable behavior. I wish more top line Republicans would stand on the lawn and be screaming Mitch McConnell's and, and doing that, Miles. But going forward, you, you, you're not gonna have people run because they're scared to death. And we, that's something we have to protect, Miles. Well. For the Democrats, they should be scared to death because I think that we're going to see, particularly in the midterms coming up, that this will be an election about fact over fiction, that actual reality and actual results matter. 
And if we've got a, a, a country right now with an out-of-control inflation rate, incompetent in, in energy policy, problems with water supply, problems with food supply, no baby formula out there, if this is what we're dealing with, somebody has to own this problem. Mm, somebody's got... Mm. It's going to be the Democrats. They're going to own this and they're going to lose this November. Perfectly said. And if you just tuned in, you are listening to the world according to Ben Stein. And we have run out of time. Ben, are you? Uh, who's I'm, just, any- I'm. I'm just. Uh, I, I wish you. I wish the audience could see me. I, I'm a seventy-seven. Oh, well, I mean, because that's a good point. Can see the whole. What should I say? The whole venue. I'm sitting here in my office. Uh, it's a beautiful office. It's not fancy, but it's a very large room in my house. It's overlooking my swimming pool. It's an incredible nook. It's a very nice house. It's a very, very nice house. I don't deserve it. I do not deserve this house. And I'm thinking to myself, what will my granddaughter have? What will my beautiful Coco have? My beautiful, sweet Coco. I, I can't remember whether she's 10 or 11, but she's the most beautiful child on God's earth. Her mother was unbelievably beautiful. Her father, our son, was unbelievably handsome. Uh, my wife's a saint, and she's incredibly beautiful. And I keep thinking to myself, how long, how long is this gorgeous piece of life, this gar- gorgeous artifact of life going to last? How long can it possibly, possibly last? I, I don't know. I, I, when I was a child, I, yes, I was scared a lot that the country was going to be nuclear bombed back into the Stone Age. I was scared of that very, very, very much. Now I'm not so much scared of that, although that could happen too. God help us. Well, we're nuclear bombing ourselves. We are taking apart the foundation of this country. Now, bear in mind, of course, there were very, very, very serious moral issues with the foundation of this country, especially, mostly, overwhelmingly, slavery, an absolutely horrible, horrible, horrible thing, slavery. And the part that's amazing to me is I live in Hollywood. I make my pathetic living such as it is off Hollywood. I have in the past. And a a very wonderful movie came out some years ago called 10 Years a Slave or something like that. I don't remember the exact title about just how incredibly horrible slavery was, how unbelievably evil and horrible it was. It was pretty much ignored by everyone. How long is it going to take us before we realize that we have got to make a a stand so there's never ever going to be another slavery in America and yet we're heading towards slavery right now we're taking away from ourselves our freedom of speech our second amendment we're taking away from Americans what makes America America you perfectly said Miles and as we're wrapping up Miles the reason I keep on bringing up these little things is because I really believe I have faith that we could turn this 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 great thing around. I truly do. And it's not just about winning an election. It's not just it's about it's about real. It's about these moments in time. And there's a lot of life's made up of a lot of moments and times, Miles. And we're witnessing now moments in time where they may seem little, but I think on the grander scale, they're huge and they're massive. 
and 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 a movie told China this week to go f themselves. One little what, court, what? say that again. I'm sorry. Say that. A mo- a, one little movie, one big movie, told China to go f themselves. One what, little, what, what movie was that? Sir? The Top Gun when they decided. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With yeah, the yeah. Taiwanese and they decided. Right, 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 right. And 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 one little court case said we don't. It's not. It's not your truth. And these little moments, these little Kyle Rittenhouse being found innocent, Loudoun County, little moments, moments in time that could change the course of the trajectory and have us be America again. And that's what I pray for. And uh, and that's all the time we have. I want to thank the Rumblers, the Ranthers, the people that subscribe to our email, BenStein.substack.com. I want to thank everybody from the bottom of our hearts. We had Best download day ever yesterday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Miles Wakeham, tell people where they could find you and what your website's about. Be unconstrained. And it's about freedom. It's about finding your freedom, your path, and and not letting somebody else tell you how you've got to live your life. Go to his site. It's great. And of course, you could find Ben Stein. Ben Stein. Uh, he's on the cover of Newsmax. He's got a few great pieces up at spectator.org. And he's going to be the inaugural guest on where I'm at sometimes, therightdudes.com. He's going to be the initial dude. And uh, But you could find Ben Stein also at Pavilions. It's his favorite store. And uh, it's great. And America. And I, I want to thank you, Ben, for really always reinforcing how great this country is. It's the and greatest. It's the, it, it's the greatest thing that's ever been in the whole world. Miles, he actually does this as you're walking through the store with him. Just so you know, if you ever get the chance to walk through the store with Ben Stein, you'll feel like you're living in the greatest country in the world when he makes you just notice the abundance that we have in the aisles. And uh, it's a pretty special thing. I want to thank everybody. Uh, We will see everybody Saturday night. God bless you. Ben, take that. Ben Stein, please take us out. I did that a few days ago, but I think it's so important that I'm going to do it again. Try not to make it a habit to repeat myself. Thou wilt not cower in the dust, Maryland by Maryland. Thy gleaming sword shall never rust, Maryland by Maryland. Remember how a sacred trust, remember Carol's warlike thrust, and all thy slumbers with the dust, Maryland my Maryland. Thou wilt not yield the battle toll, Maryland by Maryland. Thou wilt not crook to his control, Maryland by Maryland. Better the fire upon the roll, better the sword, the blade, the bowl, than crucifixion of the soul, Maryland by Maryland. And God bless you, Judah, for putting us together. I'm so sorry for being late. Uh... You were late, but you were on fire. God bless you. God bless Miles. God bless America. And let's not forget, God bless the people of the Ukraine. Have yes, a... God bless every one of them who stand up to Soviet. And it is Soviet. Let's not kid ourselves. Soviet Bolshevik imperialism. God bless you all. We will see you Saturday night.